God wants us to know He loves you through your whole life, whether bad, bad or good. He loves you. He wants you to know that He is stronger than anything you'll ever face. Anything. Temptations, problems, you can't figure something out with your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, your sister, your exams you have to take. He is stronger than all your problems, all your temptations. Go to him. And lastly, he wants you to know that there is only one way to have peace through the bad things, and that is through him, Jesus Christ. What's up, everybody? This is John Mark. This is Anna. And this is No Turning Back. Anna and Tyler, it's a great blessing to have you both on the show as co-hosts now. And I pray that we can be a great blessing to others. I want to ask Tyler if he'll go ahead and lead us in a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you for bringing us together. Lord, I thank you for this podcast that we are able to reach out to others and, and bless others. Lord, I just thank you for your son, everything he's done for us, that we can come together like this uh, and fellowship and, and just praise your name together, Lord. So God, just pray that you give us the words and the courage and the knowledge to speak on your name, Lord. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Anna. Why don't you go ahead and give us an intro of what we're done? We're going to be talking about today. So the big question is: If God is so good, then why does He allow bad things to happen? Yeah, it is very hard. I think even unbelievers and believers alike, you know, we all probably struggle with that question at some point or another. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know about y'all, but I think personally that when a Christian struggles with that question, their faith is it's it's put in even a bigger in an even bigger struggle. Because I mean, not only are we questioning why these things happen, but sometimes they even come to the point of questioning the existence of God. That's very true, but, you know, I think that that has a lot to do with, um, you know, it's, it's always a, a constant battle between, you know, good and evil, God, Satan, God's trying to get us to trust in him, and Satan's trying to get us to doubt God, so it's just going to be a constant battle as long as we're here on the earth. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I agree completely. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, I had to think on that one a little bit. Uh, what I came to is, you know, that, that question is really easy to ask. Um, but it, it was it was hard for me to really understand. But, I mean, to be honest, God's not the one that's making these bad things happen, you know. Um, and, you know, the bad things that, that we define is bad is not God, but, but the devil trying to pull us away from God. Um, you know, bad things happen and he wants us to, to blame God for him. <clears throat> you know, it's like the, the devil's like a snake in the garden. He knows our vulnerabilities and 
And when he has an opportunity to whisper to us, you know, uh, you had a loved one pass away. Why did God let that happen? Um, you know, you failed your test or your life is not as good as it's supposed to be. Why does God let this happen? But no one asked the question, um, you know, why is the devil so relentless? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, yeah. and and that, that's that's when we that's when we need to turn to God to to be ready. You know, to be battle ready. Amen. That's very true. It is very true. You know, I, I heard somebody say one time. Um, you know how we ask why me when something bad happens? We should change the question and ask why not me? Yeah. Why not me? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure even each and every one of us have come to task. Well, if God is so good, why do these things happen? And 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 or if God is so good, why do these bad things happen to me? Why is all this happening to me? And, and we do have to ask, like Anna said, well, why not me? And we have to come to the point of saying, well, why isn't it worse, really? I mean, just considering the sinfulness of man, the sinfulness of you and I, all the things we've done wrong against God, why isn't it worse? You know, I think that's a big problem we have. It's just sometimes we get to that point where we think we deserve something good. And that's a huge mistake, I think. When you think you deserve something good and you get bad things, you're disappointed. You're only setting yourself up for disappointment. It's just hard. I know this question of why has led many people, instead of leading people to seek God more, it's led many people to draw away from God. And we have to think, well, what does is, what is the world say? Well, if God is so good as he says he is, then all these good things would happen. And only good things would happen. Well, we got to look at the other side of that coin. If only good things were to happen, if we were to get everything we wanted... This world would literally become chaos. Well, we wouldn't even think we needed God. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a story that Anna, you and I grew up hearing it all the time. And I don't even know if it's a true story. But it was of a lady who was needing to go to the hospital. And she was just very, very impatient trying to find a parking spot. And she said, God, I really need a parking spot right now. And he opened up a place for her. And as right as when she was praying for that spot to open up, and as soon as that spot opened up, she said, "Never mind, God, I found one myself." <laughs> and it sounds like a funny story. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> the point of the story is, she well, came to, is. yeah, it, it very likely could be, but she came to the point of saying, "Well, I didn't need God for this, so I don't need God for this other these other things." And you're right; it could come to the point of saying, "Well, I don't need God anymore." What do you think, Tyler? Um. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I've heard a story. I can't remember where it's from. Um, honestly, I think it was from that movie uh, with Will Smith and his son. Uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? Pursuit of um, Happiness. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really funny, but it kind of it, it made me laugh. But it was it was true. Is his son was telling him a story. This guy was drowning. He was in the ocean. He was drowning, and. <clears throat> You know, as this goes, as we think we know what's best for us, he was saying, well, God, I'm drowning. Help me. Help me. Like, he was praying, help me. And, uh, you know, a boat, and then a boat came. 
and said, hey, grab onto the rope. We'll save you. And he says, no, 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 God's, God's going to save me. I don't need your help. God's going to save me. And then they said, okay. I mean, that's what you want. And then again, God help me. God help me. He's starting to drown and get scared. God help me. And another boat came. And they threw the rope. Grab the rope. We'll save you. No, no. God's going to save me. God's going to save me. And then lastly, a third time, uh, he said again, God, please help me. I don't understand why you're not helping me. And a third boat came. And this time he was almost drowned for sure. And said, grab a hold of the rope. And they said, no, no, God's going to save me. Well, he ended up drowning. And he got to heaven. And he asked God, God, why didn't you save me? I, I prayed. I prayed that you saved me. And, and you never did. And God said, I sent you three boats. God, God has his way of, of what he knows is good for us. And it's like sometimes we know, we think that we know what's good for us. And, and that's not always the case. Most definitely. And I, I think that brings us to a point where we've asked ourselves, well, we, we know what what people say and what people ask. Why this? Why that? Well, what does God say? And and, I, and what you said, Tyler, has a really good is a really good point. God, many times God does provide a way out. God always provides a way out. But many times we just don't, we don't listen. And that brings me to some passages that we, we can read. Romans 5, 12. When Adam sinned, sin entered into the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone has sinned. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but not, but it was counted, not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam, from the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey the ex an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now Adam is a symbol of representation of Christ, who is yet to come. But there is a difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of what this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even the greater, even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. I mean, we can think so many times, well, if God is so good, why does this happen? If God is so good, why does that happen? It's to show God's grace. Yes, bad things happen, but God has a reason for it, and it's to point us back to Him. What do y'all think? I agree. Something that Tyler mentioned that, um, you know, got me thinking that little illustration that he was sharing. Um, Jesus said something very similar. Jesus basically said that he had sent the prophets. He had sent them to, you know, to share the word of God with people. They failed to listen and they ended up in this big mess. And so it's like God says, well, I did send you help. You guys didn't listen. You know, and many times we probably make the same mistake that people have made for thousands of years, expecting something miraculous and just like some really big explosion of fireworks and I don't know what to, to change in our lives. But, you know, we, we see the story about 
God parting the Red Sea. We see all the plagues that he sent. We see all these miracles. And so we expect that for us somehow. But, you know, God's, God's goodness is manifested in little ways, I think. Just go to church. You know, you listen to the one who's preaching. God is using that person to share the gospel or to share the word of God. And uh, it would do us good to actually listen and not say, hey, God, where's the help that I asked you for? It might be right in front of us. And that's something that we really don't consider many times. We well, we, we go to ask ourselves, why this, why that? And we don't stop and think, well, what has God already told me? Has God already told me something and I'm not, I am not haven't been listening? Yeah, it makes me think, you know, it's like we ask God to, to feed us and he gives us a McDonald's meal. We want a, you know, Texas Roadhouse steak, you know. That's what, that's what we expect, you know. We, we want it to be big and we want it to be um, life-changing. And, and like, like Anna was saying, it's right there in front of our face. But I think a lot of things we miss, myself included, is the little blessings as well. I, I pray, which is almost a scary prayer for me, but uh, God exposed me. Like expose my heart, expose my expose my my sins, and and you know this is where I I want to be one hundred percent yours and one hundred percent faithful. But I feel like there's things that I'm hiding, and um, you know that I don't know about if I think about them, but I know He knows. So, um, you know, just like Anna was saying. But we expect that big thing, but there's things that I don't even see in my life now that are such a huge blessing, you know, and that's why I pray, show me all these things, and, and just like our last podcast was peace, you really see that peace if you if you understand your blessings. Oh, yeah. But uh, but just, I had, I had one verse uh, that I wrote down, and I mean, on, on this Honestly, I, I, this one kind of speaks for itself almost in regards to this topic. Um, why does God let bad things happen? And I'll, I almost see, I was thinking of one word of what this verse could, could mean is um, is purpose. I just kept thinking purpose. And the, the verse is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 and 18. And it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, and yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Um, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You know, and that 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 exposes the light right there. You know, or darkness, however you want to say it. But um, that exposes it and says, "Hey, this is what it is. This is what we live for." Um, you know, our question shouldn't be, you know, why does God let bad things happen? It's, hey, God, I'm I'm with you. I'm 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 on your team. Let's go. Uh, this is my purpose. I want to to live day by day, serving you worshiping you and not worried about why did I fail that test yesterday? Why, I don't know, why did I sprain my ankle? Why 
that I lose this person in my life. Um, you know, I, I heard one story of a friend that was telling me one day is he thought he was saved or he felt like he was saved. And this one story changed his life and he still lives his life 100% for Christ to this day. And he said that he had a guy that he went to church with. And he said that his son was on a bus and was driving, you know, to some kind of sports event or whatever, uh, somewhere here. Uh, and the bus got in a wreck and killed his son. And that was his only son that he had. Well, he's a big uh, leader, you know, part of the church, member of the church. And there come time when after the funeral, everything starting to settle down just a little bit. There was a lot of, uh, I might say, it, media people at the doors of this church. And what they were trying to say is why did basically what our topic is, is why, why did you let, why did God let that happen? Why did God take your only son? You know, why could he have saved your only son? And, and I think he had lost his wife too, not long after that. And what he said blew my friend's mind and it. I mean, his testimony just blows my mind, but um, they were guarding these, these media people and they said, you know, don't don't bother him. He's still mourning. And this guy said, no, no, let them come to me and I'll answer their questions. So they did. And and they said, why did God let this happen? And he said, uh, said something like I could be paraphrasing, but if my if the death of my son brought one person to Christ, praise God. Wow. And and that just that makes my hair stand up. I know I said that last time, but. That's just so powerful. And then he asked me the same thing that he asked his, himself that question that day is, would I do that if I was in that situation? And his life changed. <laughs> you know, his life changed after that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, again, it's not so much of why does God do bad things, but, you know, what are we doing to praise God and to, to save this world? Yeah. I. <clears throat> That's a really powerful story. Yeah, it's hard. And, you know, I was thinking about all of that that you guys said. Last night I had the craziest dream, and I want to say this to all of the listeners before we go on. John and Mark is my brother, my baby brother. And so uh, we have a nice, healthy sibling rivalry going on. <laughs> we like to pick on each other. Yep. And so... And it extends it to my dreams sometimes, okay? So last night I was dreaming, and in the dream, John Mark made a comment to me. He was messing with me, but everybody started laughing, and I looked at him. I wanted to give him a certain gesture, and I said, well, because I'm a good Christian, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then I woke up thinking, you know what? I'm just really bad at being a good Christian. And, you know, that's the truth. All of us are. We're all bad at being Christians because we have this, you know, the sinful nature that lives in us. And we're always battling flesh, you know, with the spirit. And it, we are in the flesh. So our flesh is naturally going to fight against the spirit. Um, but all of that being said, what I want to mention here is that. God even mentioned this in his word. He said he is not the God of this world. And that's something that a lot of people 
uh, get confused about. You know, they, they think that somehow God reigns everything, so everything should be perfect. But they're, they're forgetting that this world is cursed. It used to belong wholly to God when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. They decided to sin, and so they were cast out. And then, of course, death by sin and sin passed upon all men, you know. Um, and so we live in a cursed world. So I like to think of it as we're all sick. We're all, you know, there's no such thing as a good Christian. We're all bad at being Christian. And um, so anyway, with that in mind, the verse that I chose may or may not seem like it goes with this topic, but Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9, verse 12 and 11, I mean 12 and 13, sorry. When Jesus heard this, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Then he added, now go and learn the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call, not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. So, all the bad things that happen in this world are a result of a godless world. Why do we, so why does God let bad things happen? Well, I mean, first of all, this is a godless world. So we bring God into the picture because he is the great physician. He's the one that's going to bring us healing and, and bring us what we need. So that, you know, we need to change that mindset of God is going to do all these good things for us because he's the God of this world and so on and so forth. No, we live in a cursed world. It's like we're living in a hospital, you know. We live in a hospital. We're all sick people here. And God is the great physician. And the virus, the pandemic, is, well, the devil, Satan, you know, and his, his host. And we could see that in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, where he talks about how we wrestle not against um, flesh and blood, but against, you know, the, the powers of darkness of this world. Yeah, that's five cents for you. <laughs> that was good. Hey, can I add something as well, John? Go for it. Um, there, there was one thing that spoke to me too that I was doing some research on and and everything. And this is something I, I feel like I can testify to along with a lot of other people, especially the ones that are listening, I feel like. Um, I read something and it says... <clears throat> Bad things happen to good people, but those bad but those bad things equip believers for deeper ministry. Praise be to the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts who comforts us in all, all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Um, those with battle scars can better help those going through the battles. Um, and, you know, that that just, that's so crazy. Um, but, you know, I feel like, for instance, I, you know, I'm a kid of divorced parents, you know. And that's okay, and I and I see I had saw saw that as a bad thing, you know, growing up, 
until I started seeing other kids going through a lot of pain through a broken relationship or a divorce or a bad, I say it, bad family relationship. And, and, you know, I, I was saved at the time. I'm, I'm still saved, but, you know, in that, those moments, I knew what the, what the true answer was, you know, and that was Jesus Christ. Um, and it's so powerful. That brings us to fellowship as well. When we go through our sufferings and our, what we, what we call bad things, we can save people through, uh, empathy and, and through prayer. And, and I feel like people are more willing to listen when, when you had gone through that as well. And, and I felt so spoiled because, you know, I, I prayed, I prayed before this podcast and, I feel like the Lord was telling me that that's, that's great. I'm so glad that, that you, you understand that, but also don't forget and tell the listeners this. I went through all of that. I went through all the beating. I went through all the heartbreak. Everybody hated me. People were trying to kill me. I wore that crown of thorns for you. You know, I went through that for you and that is, you know, I went through that and guess what? I can empathize with you. So come to me, pray to me and you will be saved. Amen. Allow me to, to dive into a little bit of your, your life, Tyler. I mean, I know Anna and I grew up in the, in, in a Christian family with parents who were just so involved in them. And I know we've gone through hardships, but what you've gone through as a kid has been a lot different than what we've gone through. When your parents were divorcing, and I hope you don't mind me asking, when your parents were going through that divorce, did you ever question, well, God, I'm being, I'm trying my best to be your child, to, to be a good Christian. Why is this happening to me? Did you ever go through a moment like that? Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, that's what I was saying you know how how the devil's like a snake in the garden he prowls on stuff like that not necessarily broken relationships but everything wherever you're vulnerable he prays and yeah i did i prayed well you know i'm starting not that time i was starting to get into more of church and to more of reading into god's word and and understanding it and especially in those times the enemy doesn't want you to get into that. He has you where you're not as strong. And I, yeah, I did. I asked God, why is, why are you doing this? I come to my last option of praying. Why I pray to, to heal these relationships and they're not being healed. Why are they not being healed? Why are you not answering my prayer? Um, and to be honest, I, I don't feel like I got the answer till later because I wasn't listening. Reason being, I wasn't listening. Um, is again, that wasn't me, but I am your answer. I am your peace. Um, I didn't, I didn't get into this, but you know, you can try getting into alcoholism or, or drugs or lust or whatever temporary medicine that you choose to get into um 
and I kept praying and praying because I I needed the answer. I did. I needed the answer. And God said, "You you will get temporary pleasure and happiness from those things, but the long term and the only long term is through me. The only peace is through me. Seek me, and I will." I will give you answers. I will give you peace. Just like Anna says, this is a fallen, fallen world. But I'm here to save you and understand that, you know, I sent my only son, talk about broken relationships, I sent my only son to die on the cross for you. For you. And, you know, uh, you know that's powerful. And I, I got my answer, finally. And that, that honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, it made me angry, not at God, but, but at the devil, at the enemy. I said, you're not going to do this to me anymore, you know. So now every day I pray and I get, I get into God's word. And I can tell you this, our God's stronger, way stronger than our enemy can ever imagine. Um, and that's how you win in this world, I'll tell you. Through, through Jesus Christ alone. But yes, I did I did ask that question when I was going through that. Absolutely. Wow, well, that that's yeah. That's just gonna ask you, Tyler. Okay. John Mark and I, we had a younger brother, David. Uh, for those of you who are listening and haven't heard about David. Um David was eighteen, he just graduated from high school when I and my younger sister David and my dad, we went to Nicaragua on a mission trip. John Mark and my mom stayed behind here in the States because they both had to work. The day before we were supposed to come back home to the United States, David passed away in a swimming accident. And it took, I think it just took everybody by surprise. I mean, it was like, you know, pulling a rug out from under our feet because it was totally unexpected. Um, and Tyler, of course, was, was one of David's really, really good friends. And um, and I was just wondering, Tyler, like, I, I know what John Mark and I went through. Maybe I couldn't get into John Mark's head. He dealt with things differently than I did, of course. Yeah, I punched um, a hole in the wall. Yeah. John that was not the, good or, the right answer. Well, John had a little more, well, a lot more anger than I did, um, but I did have anger too. It was just not as aggressive as punching walls. But um, what, what about you, Tyler? How did you, how did you deal with that time? Um, to be honest, just like covering this topic, I was very tempted. Saying, well, God, why did you? take him um and on, to be honest growing up you know before before i was saved i truly believed that you know the good die young the good died young you know people that were bad live longer you know and I, it scared me so much that i would be willing to do bad things just to make sure that i would live longer and it sounds so so silly but but I believed it. And uh, yes, I did because, you know, I had lost my grandpa as well growing up. And 
and then David in high school, and both people are, are such such great leaders, um, such great leaders, such godly people. And you wonder why, you know, why why God was done with them, and it's it's hard, but uh, again. You know, heaven is the best place we can be in, you know, and and I can tell you right now, David definitely loved Jesus, and I know that he's in heaven, loving life, watching the Star Wars mar- uh, marathons until his feet fall off kind of thing. I mean, he, uh, he he's having the time of his life, and... I come, I come to peace, and it's not my sibling at all. But I come to peace because God took, God took care of him, and David knew that. David knew that uh, Jesus was the way. That our, our life here. I, I remember watching a Francis Chan video, and it was saying that he had this really long rope, really long rope, and a little bit of it was colored in. I think it was black or something. And the rest of the rope was, you know, just regular colored rope or whatever. And he, he pointed to that little bitty color of black and said, this is your time on earth. This is your time on earth. And this long rope of, but that's not black, is your time in heaven in eternity. And we're not, we're not living us Christians are not living for this little black line right here. We're not living in this earth, this earthly life. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to save as much people as we can and worship Christ. And our eternal life is where we're gonna is what we're is what we're living for. And that that brought me peace. Um, and to be honest, I had to John punch walls and I had to meditate. <laughs> I really had to, to separate myself and meditate uh, through that situation and truly understand why because, and I know as the listeners probably know too, is it's easy to tell everybody that, well, God's got it. God has it. I know you're going through that. It's okay. You'll get through it. Time will heal. God will heal. That feeling doesn't go away though yep. until you come to peace with it. And... When you're living it, it's, it's, it's difficult, but, but even I'll tell you this after, you know, after he had passed away, um, I was Romans one sixteen for life, <laughs> you know, and that was, that was David's favorite verse from what I understand. Um, he started the Nicaraguan knickknack campaign, not ashamed of the gospel campaign. That was all him. And, um, uh, you know, he, he knew the answer and I, and he, he, he's carrying on a legacy that, that I'm sure he sees from heaven right now is, you know, we're, we're here, we're here for him. And what he started is, is amazing. Praise, praise God for his life. What a challenging time to, you know, stick up for, for Christ in, in a society that we live in now. Um, yeah, John Mark can probably agree with me on this, but our dad, he likes to say this quite a bit. Uh, sometimes, 
you know, God gives us the time where we could talk about our faith, but then there comes a time when we have to live it. And like you said, it's easy to tell people or give advice all day long, but when, when it comes our turn to have to do it ourselves, it's just, that's hard. Yeah. Very, very hard. I really admire both of y'all because of how y'all reacted. I mean, I'm I'm sure Tyler, you you very likely felt anger too when 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 David passed away. I know Anna, you felt anger when David passed away. I definitely felt that anger. And Tyler, one thing you said was you struggled to not ask God why this, why did this happen? And if I'm honest, at that time, I know my faith in God wasn't the best. I was already struggling in my faith. I had already seen some things happening that I didn't think should happen, especially in a Christian college a where second. I was at the time. Are you telling us that you're a bad Christian? You were bad at being Christian? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was I was a bad Christian. And there's still times when I'm a bad Christian where I'm not, where I don't react the way I should, or the way I want to react. But if I could go well, back in time... Yeah, if I could go back in time, though, I would try so hard to tell myself, don't punch a hole in a wall. It's not worth nearly breaking your hand. You can't bring your brother back by breaking a hole in a wall. You can send yourself to a hospital by doing that, but that's about it. And, and honestly, as I said, I wasn't the best Christian. My faith in God was faulty at best it was there it was just needing worked on that's probably a never-ending never-ending thing um i'm trying to remember what i was gonna say because i feel like it was important and i just keep on forgetting well you know what mom always says if if you can't remember what you were going to say. It probably wasn't important either way. <laughs> if I can bring up a good point real quick. Go for it. Um, you know, one thing about that is, you know, I've learned just recently is, you know, you have to deal with those emotions. Whether it's a loss or a breakup or a, you feel like you're failing at life or Whatever it is, or you're distressed about everything that's going on, every little thing is about to make you blow up. There's we have built-in emotions, and and you know our cup can only get so full. You know we have a cup, and our cup can only get so full. Um, and what what can we what can we do to to empty our cup to to relieve ourselves? And just, just like you had done, you, you punched a wall, but, you know, because you have to, you have to let go, you know, you have to show your emotions. And one thing I, I've learned a lot is the importance of fellowship. To be honest, I didn't think it was that important, you know, is my relationship with Christ, you know, God's the one that has the power. Why, you know, I, I'm glad I have people that I can talk to around me, but this is our relationship. no. You know, that, that's great, but that's a lie. We need fellowship. Whether we're going through good things or, or I mean, bad things or, expect, you know, good things too. We need fellowship. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ 
because we're we're not we're not made to to live this this life alone. We're not made to live this life by ourselves. You know, just like you were saying, you didn't feel like your faith was was strong at the time. I think a lot of people don't. You know, I, don't, I feel like a lot of people don't feel that way, and that's why we come together. What does the word say when two or more are gathered? The Lord is there. I mean, and now, I mean, all of our listeners, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, I, I learned that, and John's phone does not stop buzzing because I call him to tell him about everything. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, fellowship is important. Fellowship is definitely very, very important. Anna's raising her hand. Go ahead. Go ahead, Anna. Okay, I remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler, for reminding me. Okay, um, just just a question. After all the things that you guys described, all the emotions that you felt with, you know, Tyler with with your parents' divorce, um, John, Mark, and Tyler, and and I, of course, with all the things that we were going through, feeling with with the passing of David, and also Tyler with your grandpa, John, and I, with all of our grandparents. Um, would you, if you had a chance, before you came into the world and God said, hey, John Mark, hey, Tyler, look, here's a film of everything that's going to happen in your life when you get to the earth. And you saw the scene of, of David dying. You saw the scene of your grandpa. You saw the scene of the divorce. All of the bad things that have happened in your life. Would you tell God, oh, okay, yeah, go ahead and send me to earth. I can deal with this. Or would you say, no, no, God, I'll just stay here with you. It's fine. What would be your answer? Tyler, I see you're ready for an answer, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't tell me nothing. nothing. I could, but I could. Already, oh, if but I if you, had, you just, if you knew? If I knew, and, and I had the option, go ahead and send me to the earth now. Dr. Sam, knowing that. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, and to, and yeah, to be honest, I feel like that's what makes stuff like that so powerful between one another is that's where that empathy and love comes from, you know, um, and to be, yeah. And to be honest, if, if, if you know something's going to happen, you're going to try every, everything in your energy and last breath to make it I know this is coming I am going to do everything to stop it and yeah, it's like um, that's, that's the things so that I have, have experienced yeah exactly yeah. that's the things I, I've experienced I don't know the things I'm going to experience 5, 10, 20, 30 40 years ago if I live that long I drink a lot of Dr. Pepper so I may not but <laughs> you know I I couldn't I couldn't do it I couldn't. That'd be so. That'd be so hard. Um, you know, I, I know all of our listeners have gone through something, uh, but just the emotions and the feelings and and the experiences that I've gone through to tell me that here you're gonna go through it here again. You know, are you ready? You can never be ready for anything wow. like that. And people say that. I feel like people say, well, you know. God doesn't give me more than I can handle. I don't think that's true. I think I think God gives you things that you can't handle 
because guess what? You're going to look for, for an answer and praise God when you do go to him because uh, just like in the story of Job, you'll see that that blessings poured like crazy to him yeah, after he was faithful. True. Yeah. What about you, John? Okay. What would you say? If God gave you an option, he said, hey, look, John, this is your life. This is what it's going to look like. You can pick. You can stay here or you can go there. Which one would you pick? Okay. The uber spiritual me, the the hypocritical me, the Pharisee in me wants to say, well, if God were to show me everything that's going to happen, the good and the bad in my entire life, I'd say go for it. But the human in me says, uh, no, I do not want to go through that. I'm not going to be able to go through that. Just don't even let me be born. I feel like. I'd be like, like Job and just say, I wish I hadn't been born. When I was thinking that, I was like, hmm. if God gave me the option and he wasn't going to punish me for whichever decision I made, um, I would definitely skip going to earth. I would just stay in heaven. Definitely. But you know, that's exactly what I, the, the point that I want to make here is just Jesus. I mean, God could have given salvation to humanity any other way but he chose to come in the flesh knowing what was going to happen knowing what his life was going to look like and how it was going to end he yeah. chose all of that for us and yet here we are asking if god is so good why does he let bad things happen yeah you know well, it's like well look at what he did for us and then not only that but um, he feels what we feel. It's like what Tyler said, you know, about the, the empathy. I mean, God knows. If we can go to God and say, God, I know you probably don't get me, but no, we can't say that now because he does. He does get us. And I was, I was thinking that when we flew back to Nicaragua the first time after David. I cannot tell you how angry I felt and how much I, I I wanted to go to Nicaragua but at the same time I didn't because I never wanted to see that place ever again and yeah I was thinking how many times do we as Christians you know we have these necklaces that are crosses we have crosses in our churches crosses in our homes everywhere you look there's a cross how, yep. what do you think that that makes God how do you think it makes God feel when he sees us remembering the death of his son in that way. I don't know. I just, I don't know. For me, it was like, it just makes me sad, you know, to see David's grave. Yeah. But I don't know and about you guys. That just, that just touched me there. Yeah. About it. So something I have to mention though, with, with all this is, I mean, we're talking about, well, if God is so good, why, why does he let bad things happen? Well, talking about David and the the swimming accident and how God called him home while he was on the missions trip because let's be honest every time we go to Nicaragua even though we're visiting family we're also there serving God and and, and singing and preaching and I, if if I remember right just a couple of days before the accident y'all were singing in the church correct uh yes I believe so yeah and and so 
we can't look just look at the bad because if we just look at the bad well then just look at last year <laughs> just look at the year 2020 and and tell me how god was working in there well i can tell you um we've seen people from since we've since the church started having facebook live on uh, on sunday mornings we've seen people from nicaragua from spain from Portugal, I believe. Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. yeah. We've seen people from Colombia. Yeah. And, and all of them are putting messages on there saying, thank you for this. This is such a blessing to me. Well, if COVID hadn't happened, we wouldn't have been able to reach those people. Going back to, the, to, to David, had that not happened, I don't think I'd be where I am today spiritually. Had that not happened, I don't think I would have met my wife because I met her at David's funeral. And the results of that, well, I have a beautiful one-year-old baby boy. Yeah, we can think about so many things that are, well, if God is so good, why did this happen? Well, again, the, we read through the Bible and we can see so many stories of people who went through so many difficulties in life. We can read about David who had to run and hide from his own son because his own son wanted to kill him. But God was using that to strengthen David. Everything that happens in life, Romans 8.28, which I think is a really good verse, says that everything happens for a reason. You know, the, talking about that with uh, David, as in King David in the Bible, um, when he was running away from Saul, Saul already knew he was no longer going to be king. He knew that God had already chosen another king. And like Tyler said, you know, having known that, but he didn't know who it was just mm -hmm. yet. Uh, he had his eye on a whole bunch of different people and like, oh, this could possibly be the next king or this guy or this guy. So he wanted to keep them close. And, um, I'm not sure what his reasoning is, but I don't think there are good reasons. He was probably after them, you know, like, I want to know who is good and who is wise and who is godly because God probably chose them to be king and I'm going to kill them before they get to take the throne. See? So anyway, uh, I don't know for sure if he already knew that David was the chosen one, but... Either way, he was after David. He was after David's life, and David was running. And while he was in hiding, he wrote this in Psalm chapter 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Just that verse right there. Wow. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So... You can't possibly know that God is good until you get to know him. It's like, you know, I if I didn't know Tyler, like if David had come up to me and told me all about Tyler, I would think, okay, cool, he's a, he's a good person because David told me about him. Well, if I met Tyler myself and, and I formulate my own opinion about him, eh, he's not that great. I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> Tyler. But... If I, you know, we, we come up with our own opinions about a person when we actually meet them. So 
it's it's so important that people actually read scripture and take time for themselves to get to know God. And David, oh, yeah. King David said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Definitely. You know, that brings me to another thought too. Um, the, the, the entire topic today is just, if God is so good, why, do, why does he let bad things happen? Well, we got to ask ourselves too, if God is good and bad things happen in the world, does that define God's character? So, we can say that there's a very old phrase that we say it's it's don't judge a book by its cover. Like, have you? Uh, I don't know if Tyler, if you've ever read the book Pilgrim's Progress, but it's written by I always want to say Paul Bunyan, John Bunyan, in early 1700s, I believe, if I remember right. But the cover is not the prettiest cover in the world. And just reading Pilgrim's Progress, you, it's, it's, it doesn't sound like it's a very attractive book, but when you read it and you hear the message in there, it's, wow, this is not what I was expecting. And we're all on a journey, if, if we're being honest, too. And, and the circumstances in life can lead us to one of two ways. It can lead us, either lead us towards God, closer to God, or it can lead us further away from God just depending on how we react. You know, there's a passage that I want to read real quick. It's it's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. It says this, If you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you're tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. This is the thing, and I know, Tyler, you would mentioned this earlier. You said, God doesn't give us more than we can handle until we call to him. And that is exactly what, what the passage is saying. God has a way out, and that's through him. We have to seek God. Yes, there are circumstances that are going to happen in life. Yes, there are bad things that can happen in life. But God is always good. And... No matter what, he always has a plan. And it's always for our good. I don't know if you have anything else to add. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's making me think of a verse. Uh, Job 1, verse 20, I believe. Uh, it says, Naked I come from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. Uh, the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Um, you know, I read I read that verse, and uh, to be to, to be honest, I didn't. You know, a lot of people quote that verse, but I didn't know it kept going. To be honest with you, um, it says the Lord gave, and the Lord took taken away. And I thought that's where that verse stops. Like, well, that's great, <laughs> but then course i miss the biggest part in this whole verse may the name of the lord be praised that's the way our life's gonna be um and i was thinking you know we're gonna have bad times we're gonna have good times we're gonna have bad times you know <clears throat> for all the people listening um you know you may not be a christian or you may be a christian um you know you may you may pray to the lord you may not pray to the lord um 
there will be bad things happen in your life and they're just it's a time to decide well whose side are you going to be on <laughs> you know god wants you to be on his side god tells you god prepares you come to me pray to me even if you're not a christian even if you felt like you've done the worst sin you stole something you cheated you i don't know had lustful thoughts i don't know come to me my arms are open that's why i i sent my son for you you know i love you i that just i don't know that just makes me think you know that's that's like just like the rope analogy i had is um we we're, we have this short life that we have on earth but we're gonna live with god for eternity um you know it says here we may never know how we'll respond to tragedy until we face it job chose to worship god even in the grief from job's response we learn why god labeled him a man of integrity who fears god and shuns evil job chose to praise god even after great loss when we suffer a loss praising god for his sovereignty and generosity in allowing us to have had the possessions or loved ones for a period of time is often the last thing we feel like doing but it is the proper response to god you know god loves us and i feel like i wrote down three things and i may have already uh spoke them but i feel like god wants us to know he loves you through your whole life whether bad bad or good he loves you he wants you to know that he is stronger than anything you'll ever face anything temptations problems you can't figure something out with your your boyfriend your girlfriend your mom your dad your sister your exams you have to take he is stronger than all your problems all your temptations go to him and lastly he wants you to know that there is only one way to have peace through the bad things and that is through him jesus christ um that's the that's the point that i had on on that particular area amen yeah very good that is very good that reminds me of what Corey chen boom said do you remember do you know what i'm gonna say john i have an idea but i'm gonna go ahead and let you say it no well Corey chen boom and her family they were dutch and they lived during the time of world war ii with the nazis and they hid jews in their homes so um some, somebody turned them in the jews were saved of course but but Corey chen boom and all of her family ended up going to concentration camps and i believe she was the only one that survived out of everybody yep and she said no pit is so deep that god is not deeper still and oh i just i love that quote and i try to i try to remember that when you know i'm feeling really down and in the pit god is deeper still it you Amen. know top of the mountain he's higher still there's just no one better to be with than god and absolutely. yes we definitely want him on our side absolutely you know that reminds me one of my favorite songs in the world the chorus, I'm just going to say the chorus because that's my favorite part. 
It says, even in the valley, God is good. Even in the valley, God is faithful and true. He carries his children through just like he said he would. And even in the valley, God is good. And you know, guys, I think we could we could talk all night about God's goodness. We could talk so much about how even though bad things may ha- might happen in, in life, he's still good and he has a reason for it all. And it's been awesome talking with both of y'all. And, and I think we just need to leave it with this. What do you think about all this? If God is so good. Why do bad things happen? Listener, what do you think? I want to encourage you. Go to the Word of God. Read what God says. Follow God. And you know, we live in an awesome age of technology and 90% of the people on earth have a smartphone. And on that smartphone, you can find a really awesome Bible app. It's a version Bible app. And on there, they have so many different Bible plans. One of them that I'm currently reading and Anna's currently reading as well, it's, it's called The Bible Recap with Tarly Cobble. And I want to encourage you to read that. We'll put that. We'll be putting that in the comments. I don't know, Anna if, or Tyler, if you'll have anything else to add. Well, I just wanted to say um, that there's there uh, there's an accompanying podcast with that Bible reading app, the Bible Recap, and it's really really great, especially for those of you who are just starting to read your Bible. And it might get a little confusing as you go along, and you might think, well, what in the world does that mean? So you you have your Bible reading time, and then you listen to the podcast, and it kind of clarifies things. And I think it's really, really great, and I really enjoyed it. So you guys make sure to look that up. And I think we're going to put all the scriptures that we have kind of quoted on here. We're going to make a, a list of those down in the description below, so that way you guys can look them up yourself at home whenever you guys want to. And I believe John Mark said he's going to put up a couple, I don't know, one or two music videos as well that kind of go along with this topic. So you guys, you've got a whole plethora of things to, resources to use so you can remember that God is good. So you can taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Tyler, you got anything else to add? I don't think I'm about out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was good. That was good. It was very good. Well, thank you all for listening. I pray that it's been a blessing for you guys. It's been a blessing to talk with y'all and and, and share our thoughts, share each other's thoughts, and, and share what God's Word teaches each and every one of us. Again, my name is John Mark. My name is Anna. I'm Tyler Ramsey. And tune in next time for another great episode on No Turning Back. <laughs>